Shar Aleph. Nefesh Achaim. And like I said, the point of the first Shar is to understand the human being. So he starts to say it like this. Ksiv. Vayiva Rekim Yisadam B'Tzalmoy. HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a person B'Tzalmoy, in his Tzalem. And then the Pazak repeats it. B'Tzalem Elekim Baro Yisai. Again in Nayak, a human being is created in the Tselem of Hashem. What does the Tselem mean? So he explains, in the Oymek Pnimus in the Tselem, we invite our own Brahma Shalala. The Pnimus, the Kabbalah understanding, the depth of understanding the idea of the Tselem is something which is Oymek Brahma Shalala, something much deeper than we can explain. So obviously we can't in one shear explain the Rav Sisrif Nimiya Sazaya, all the depth that the Zara contains, but we can explain what he's referring to, what he's hinting at. Amnam. The simple Pshat. Kana Dabe Bimiras Tselem, Bidecha Pashtani Marishanim. The simple Pshat is the Pasuk, the way the Rishanim explained it, Allah Pasuk, Nasa Alam and Salmanuk in Musayna. And what is the simple Pshat first? It doesn't mean the simple physical interpretation that a tzalem means a form, and therefore just like you see the form of a person having hair on his head and two eyes and a nose and ears and whatever else, that we see that that's in the same image as a shot. Because it's mufurish. The positive is clearly there isn't a dmus, there isn't a form that Hashem has. To say I'm similar to something doesn't mean I look like it. It means there's a point of similarity between us. Come on, he brings the puzzle from Tehillim. I was like a kaas. A kaas is a bird which lives in the desert. So he says, I was like this bird in the desert. Obviously, it doesn't mean David grew wings and a beak. He didn't say I looked like the bird. He says, I was like the bird. Why? Because David was also in the desert. He had to run for his life from Shaul. So he was. He didn't have a home and he kept running from place to place. Like this bird, which is also a fugitive and it keeps flying from place to place. The shape of David didn't become the shape of a bird. When he meant Domisi, he meant he was similar to the bird in the fact that he was wandering from place to place. Like this bird of the desert, it's a single bird, it flies from place to place. It doesn't have a home, it doesn't have a base. David is similar. And therefore, what the, the simple chat is, we said a person is created with Tzalem Elohim, it doesn't mean in the physical shape of Hashem. Hashem doesn't have a shape. What it means, a person is created with Tzalem Elohim, means a person is created in some way similar to Hashem. And obviously, you have to explain what that, what that sim, what way of similarity to Hashem is. There is a point of comparison between the person and Hashem, and that way we can say that we were created. It's similar to me. And we're going to explain in the next paragraph. It was. But before that, I want to explain what he, refer- what he was alluding to when he said before that the Oymek of the Pneumus of the Indian Asylum is something which is called the Rope Sister Pneumus as well. Now, like I said, what does, that, what does it mean? What are we referring to? What is, what is the underlying principle of the Zara that he wants to explain? 
So let's explain it like this. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the source of everything which is created. He's the source of the Kayach, of the life, of everything which he creates. We know that from the original source of Kayach, of life that Hashem creates, it goes through many, many stages until it arrives to us. And why is it like that? Because in its form, when Hashem creates it, it's too powerful for a human being. It's too strong for a person to be able to contain. I always give the marshal, I've heard it lots of times, that if a person wanted to take a cup of water from the Niagara Falls, so take a paper cup and hold it under the Niagara Falls, he's not going to get a cup of water. The force of the water is too strong. It'll break the cup or wash it away. When I'm talking about the amount of water which comes out of the force, it's that the amount that a cup can hold. We're talking about something much stronger. So a cup's not strong enough to hold that. And it's the same thing. The force, so to speak, of Kedusha, the force of life, the, force, the intensity which Hashem gives is too strong, way too strong for a person to be able to hold. And therefore, there need to be many, 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 so to speak, filters along the way which lessen the intensity make it more able for the level underneath it to receive a smaller amount of that energy of that force of that power until eventually eventually it filters down to the person but this is the point each kayak which comes down to the person the essence began from Hashem. A person is able to see. Where does the Koyach of Snat come from? A person is able to think. Where does the Koyach of Thought come from? A person is able to talk. Where does that Koyach come from? Every individual Koyach, every specific ability a person has also comes from Hashem. Except between the original Kayak, which came to us from Hashem, until eventually the Kayak comes to us, like I said, it's much, much less strong. It's much, much less intense than it was. Now this is the Yisad. At the end of the day, what the person has is a microcosm, a small amount of the Kayak that Hashem put into the world. A much more limited, reduced level of understanding, speaking, seeing, whatever other kind of life, whatever it's going to be, defeat the size of the human being attack. And if we go up that chain, so to speak, so on a level higher than a human being, those koiches still exist, but on a higher level. And on a level higher than that, those koichas also exist on a level higher than that. Until eventually, eventually they go back to the source, which is the koichas Hashem put into the world. And therefore, 
when a person is created, B'Tselem Elohim, it's a person has within him all those Kaychas Hashem puts into the world. Just in a way that, like we saw in the Ikrim, is clothed in his physical body. The Kaych of Sat, which comes into a person, it has to work with his eyes because within the within the body of a person, the the, the place that that kayak resides works with three eyes. When it's not in his physical body, a person doesn't need eyes to see. The kayak of speech, when a person's alive, has to work with his mouth, with his vocal cords. The ability to speak, when a person's not in his body, doesn't have to be there through that organ. It's only that within, the, so to speak, the, the framework of the body, let's call it the kli, the Hashem, the suit of armor, the utensil that Hashem creates for a person to interact with this world, so each kayak has its place where it works. And therefore, we don't look at the person as a physical person and say, if a person is a physical eye, so we see it in Rukhni's terms the same kind of eye, because a person is created with Salem, Elohim. That's wrong. The physical side of the person is just, the, so to speak, the tool which you have to, inter- to interact with this world. The Yasod is that a person is a combination of the Koychus that he has. His body is just a tool that he uses to use them. The tool he utilizes to put them, to express them. And if you look at a person, not at his superficial self, at his body, we look at him as, so to speak, the, the talents he possesses, the koichos that he has. So now we can say these koichos are all the talents we These koichos are all a microcosm, like we said, a talent, a comparative, on a smaller level, to the koichos that Hashem puts into the world. And we know that even when the neshama leaves the body, the neshama can still see and the neshama can, can still hear. And the neshama is still alive. And the neshama can still talk, still talk. And it's seeing without the eye, and it's talking without a mouth, and it's alive without a heartbeat. Because it's those same koichas which leave the body, and now that person lives without the body. The correlation between the, the body and the kayak that it has is only when the neshama is in the body. When the neshama leaves, the body remains empty, so to speak. It's unable to do anything. But those kayakas remain. That's really the person. If you're going to talk about the nefesh of the person, they, they remain. And therefore, Hashem's intention, wasn't talking about, so to speak, the physical body that Hashem made for Adam to go into. Nasa Adam B'tzalmenu K'tmusenu means let's create a person who is able to use the same kohikas that they are in the brain. But to work in the physical world, we have to give them the tools to do that. So we'll clothe them in a physical body. But now to look at the tool and say, ah, that's a comparative of Hashem is completely wrong. It's the kohikas which are comparative of Hashem. Hashem sees and a person can see. Hashem speaks and a person can speak. 
Hashem thinks and a person can think. That's what it's said in Menachem. And that's why we similar to Hashem. Obviously not on the same level. But to the much smaller degree that a person can be. And the first point you see here, and that's what we're going to finish this paragraph, we'll see this much more death, death by Hashem next week. The first point you see here is that our way of... So this is the Pasha the first point we see here, and that is, it's a mistake with us that we think a human being is a body. And then we have the question, one second, if a human being is a body and it's like Hashem, it should be a body. It's not a, the question is not a question. How can it be? Hashem doesn't have a body. Of course, the starting point was wrong. Why are you considering the human being to be a body? That's not the area where it's similar to Hashem. Because, and this is the important point, that's not the point which defines the person. To define a person by his body is superficial. You're just seeing the shell. It's as bad as defining a person by his clothing. The definition of the person is the kayak the person has, the neshama the person has. In that, it can be similar to Hashem. And this is the Gemara. The Gemara says in Nida that there are three partners in a person. Hashem, his father and his mother. And the Gemara goes on to say what parts of the partnership each of them has. And the Gemara explains which parts of the body come from the father, which parts of the body come from the mother, and together they create the physical body. Whether it's the hair, the skin, the teeth, the blood, the bones, whatever it's going to be. And then what's Hashem's part in the partnership? What does Hashem contribute to the person? Hashem gives him sight, speech, Hearing and then Rishama, life. Which means the whole thing. Everything Ruchni, everything non physical, every Kayak which comes down into a person is the part that Hashem adds after the father and mother have added their Chalakim, have done their part, so to speak. And says the Gemara, when a person dies, what happens is Hashem takes back his part. And what's left behind is the part which the parents added to. Which means, people can provide the kli. People can provide the receptacle. But the Hashem provides the kayak. Now, animals like we're going to see also have life. But they only have one kayak. They have a lower level of life. What makes a person unique is not that he's given life, but he's given kayak as well. He's given abilities also. And that's what we call the tzedem. It's not just that Hashem gave him life that he can live in this world. He's given the ability to access and to use the same kayakas that Hashem used in the world. That's nice, Aram, but Salmeinu. With the same kayak, with the same abilities that Hashem had. 